we're back with uh, a festive special um, for I've never seen. Um, you can probably tell by the apprehension in my voice that it's it's going to be um, quite something. Uh, I'm joined by Patrick once again. Say hello, Patrick. Hello. I don't really know what I'm in for. They've uh, they've ambushed me here. Yeah. So we've not really explained to Patrick what's going on here. I've sort of I've had to send uh, files and stuff over, so you've seen a little bit of sort of what what this is. But tried to keep it as deliberately as vague as possible, so that we could sort of get your reaction to this. But um, for our festive special, uh, our lovely editor, who definitely isn't holding us captive and torturing us with this, has found a Turkish Star Trek parody film thing. Um, it's based on the original series. It's from 1973. And apparently it's bonkers. So we're going to watch it. We're going to commentate it. And we're going to react to it at the end, I guess. And God try not to have us. Um, but yeah, we're just going to crack straight on with it. So we'll try and hit play at broadly the same time. So if you're ready, Patrick. Uh, in three, two, one, play. Well, we know who has top billing. Oh, we know who has second billing. Oh, William Shatner will not be pleased. <laughs> the interesting they have just, just straight ripped the original series game. There's no attempt there to continue that. Well, Scotty's way down there. Oh, yeah. I was kind of hoping that the character that, that was just called Green up there was going to be Scotty. <laughs> So, for people who don't know, and I didn't know until until I was with this, this is from a series of sort of parody films starring a character called Irma the Tourist. It was a, a Turkish series in the 70s, apparently. There was about 20 of them, from what I'm told. Um, no real connection between them, other than this character of Irma the Tourist, who is apparently a homeless person who travels from city to city and ends up in weird situations. That's as you do. I, I, as you do, yeah. Somehow he ends up in Star Trek in this one. <laughs> We're getting some notes on Ulan or Lan. Depending on the usage, it may mean, hey, my friend, you bastard, etc. Due to the wide range of usage, we have left this word as it is. Yeah, so we should probably explain we're, we're watching this with subtitles. It is in Turkish, uh, being a Turkish film. Yeah, hopefully um, that file is included with the video for our poor victims who are following with us. Yeah, I will work out how to sort of distribute that, hopefully. But I can't imagine they're chasing copyright on this. I can't imagine they were obeying copyright law in the first place when they made it. <laughs> right. I mean, this is clearly stock footage, just very poorly processed. Yeah, and again, with the original series theme tune playing in the background, they've not made any attempt to hide. I mean, there's Turkish Star Wars, Turkish Superman. I don't know if they had this tourist guy. Yeah, 
görevimiz yıllardır burada yaşamakta olan profesör Certainly not sitting in the chair. Ah, okay. The real oh, Kirk is yellow. Yeah, me neither. I mean, we'll roll with it and they'll appear at some point. <laughs> I also think I'm getting some kind of uh, echo. I will move my mic further away, see if that... Oh, there we go, I've got some titles now. Yeah, same. Oh, he's got the eyebrow move. Yep. And a yellow shirt, interestingly. No science division for Spock in this one. Nope. Or Spock, I think the credit says he's called in this. Finalize the examinations. That's ominous. Yeah, just a bit. What on earth has happened to Kirk Rex? Yes, for a context for the people listening along, uh, we seem to only have subtitles for about half the dialogue, and I imagine that's just to simplify it because I don't know, maybe it's strange language or what, but yeah, technobabble must be a bit confusing. Oh, Janice, they have Janice Rand in this. Certainly more than the show itself did. Yeah. And more than three colors of uniform. Atmosphere test for Mr. Spock, too? Actually, that's not necessary. His pulse rate is 1340. A pressure that may kill us will only tickle him. That is so many kinds of wrong that I can't even focus on this terrible transporter effect. (laughs) <laughs> we, we appreciate that you Vulcan's a superior species, he says. Oh dear. Such an illogical emotion does not exist for us. <laughs> Debate against Mr. Spock. I mean, somebody clearly watched the show and, and understood it. Yeah, but it seems like they only wrote half the dialogue. <laughs> We've never seen the show with the other half. Hey man, no living creatures having the professor and his wife. This is the man trap. I was just about to say that. This is, um... Wow, okay. Wait. They're still going at walk two when they're on the... What? Right? The Enterprise is going at walk two whilst they're on the planet. That... Okay. 
Like, I would be interested oh. to go back and look at the man trap just to see how closely it parallels. Like, clearly there's some extra exposition, but... Oh, I was going to say, because he just... Uh, that, that's the whole McCoy and... I think she's called Nancy in the man trap, too, so that's definitely a... It is definitely yeah, I, just... I, I, I swear I remembered that shot. Because they had the whole thing of, like, her being McCoy's ex mm. in that, didn't they? Yeah, it seems like there's subtitles when we don't really need them, and no subtitles when we really do need them. Yeah, it's 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 it, well, it's Darnell. They're using the same red shirt. It literally just a riff of the mantra. I mean. So Given, you know, given the audience, like, I certainly understand, like, in the 70s, nobody thought that anybody would see this apart from a narrow target audience. That's true. Uh, I, like, I don't think it was called Crater. In it, it was something similar, though. Also, there wasn't a naked guy. No. The, well, yeah, wait. Yeah. Where did he come from? <laughs> Did, did you just like not see that? <laughs> I no, I was focusing on Professor Crater's weird like Ministry of City Walks entrance. <laughs> Why in the background of all the shots? Like he had to move between those two shots to be in the background of both of them. Huh, and they had the the line about oh it looked like this other girl but they didn't actually depict that visually yeah well I imagine this was somehow even lower budget than the actual episode to be fair Planet Fun is uh, pretty awesome yeah <laughs> I was wondering when this tourist is going to show up. Like we're a respectable uh, clip in. Colonel Spock. That's different. Okay. <laughs> Maybe he outranks uh, Kirk in this version too. And not just getting first billing. <laughs> She's a cool woman, but not 25. Your discussion is inappropriate. <laughs> well, they figured that out fast. They did, yeah. I imagine they're trying to rush the plot of this a bit to get to terms. <laughs> Yeah, the uniform colors are a lot more diverse. Blue, blue, green, gray. And then I thought we had the gold shirts, but then like the yellow shirts turned up. Yeah. I imagine it was a case of find some random cheap sweaters and stick a badge on them. <laughs> Yeah. 
Honestly, I'd stack that control room up against the ones from uh, the Godzilla movies at the time. (laughs) I see. I figured he'd be an android. And like the only reason I figured that was just sort of like original series literacy. But yeah, you know, indeed, he is an android. He looks vaguely like Adam Driver from this angle. (laughs) This is wow. I'm not sure if the subtitles are right. I think Oh no, no, I think it is right. It just confused me a bit. I mean, I'm kind of just taking this in stride. Like, I we're not quite in sync, and I dialed down my audio so I could hear your audio. Um, but I'm just, I'm just like vibing, man. Yeah. Oh, hey, now there's a car, and we're filming on location. Where did that come from? So there's a wedding. This is how oh, our uh, our tourist is going to get in. I imagine so. Yeah, now the subtitles are just clearly from the preceding scene. Well, I was going to say, either that or they're doing a piece of the action now. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm hearing the clapping from this scene, but the dialogue is all still back on Crater's planet. Yeah, I've got no idea what's going on. To be <laughs> I imagine they're about to beam up Homer the tourist somehow, who is getting married. You know, for that extra layer of tragedy. <laughs> With a, with a gun pointed at him. So they're trying to find salt, and instead they're going to get this guy? I guess. Yeah, transporting a living organism from the past. Yeah, now he's gone. I mean, wow, that's okay. I think they beamed this homeless guy from Earth's past so that they can feed him to Nancy for the salt. And it's like, that cannot be the most efficient way to get salt. No, or even people. (laughs) If we're going down the whole sacrificing people to her, just 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 impregnate our sister and escape. Nope. Oh, oh God, the android's back. (laughs) She's. Okay, now we're getting the subtitles from the other scene, and they're kind of a riot. (laughs) And now I'm I'm seeing why Lan is untranslated. (laughs) It's very contextual. Yeah. I mean, you know, we can make fun of this, but as a tonal shift, it's not that different from what Star Trek IV pulls off. I guess, yeah. (laughs) Star Trek IV is like, Possibly more competent about it, but well, yes. <laughs> no, no dispute there. What <laughs> the guy's walk is just sending me. Oh, okay. So they're gonna feed him to Nancy and then tell the Enterprise crew that he's the murderer. Oh, okay. I guess there's at least layers to this evil plan. Not to mention his sideburns. Yow. 
So like instead of the pointy Starfleet sideburns, it's like a like a double point, like an axe instead of a sword. I think the subtitles are caught up now. Yeah, closer anyway. Honestly, I feel like with how baffling this is, I think just having the subtitles in the wrong place adds to the experience more than anything. Yeah. Like, this is basically just weird Wednesday at the Alamo Draft House. This is exactly the kind of stuff they dig up. They've probably showed this before if they could get the license. Quite possibly. Oh wow, that's that's one hell of a bolt pass. <laughs> Possibly one hell of a comb over, more like. Wow, yeah. Not sure if that's the fight was correct or not. <laughs> Well, very briefly popped up on my screen there was let me go kiss my corpse. Oh, wow. I'm not not 100% sure that was the right I'm, I'm not sure we're getting the same subtitles. <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. You'll stay here for a certain time period. That's that's what's on my screen as well. Right. So. Honestly, I might at some point before this episode goes out try and type up all of the subtitles and see if there's any semblance of a coherent plot in them. That's from the previous scene. You lick my hand, you're going to give birth to quintuplets. That's... Well, so, because all the, the gags from the wedding, which were also in the subtitles in the subsequent scene, he was marrying this person because she was pregnant. He was claiming all he ever did was make eye contact with her once. Right, okay. I missed that. In <laughs> well, understandable, because they were on the wrong scene. Well, yeah. You know, talking about someone's battery going down. Yeah, now like Kirk is very clearly saying Mr. Spock do something, but I don't know what it is. I was thinking that the audio wasn't synced because we were synced, but I also think the audio is just not synced. Yeah, I mean, 70s, to be fair. No budget 70s. 70s, yeah. the Godfather's from the 70s. Yeah, but there's Godfather. Had a <laughs> Granted, that's this not the Turkish exploitation ah. industry. Well. Yeah, this is Spock's dialogue in the subtitles now, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, now there's at least three 
gold women. What, what episode are we looking at? Is this supposed to be Mud's Women, maybe? Maybe. I feel like they're pulling from a or, few different episodes. Or Goldfinger. Oh, yeah. I like that they subtitled that as NACL rather yeah, than. Yeah, I was just thinking. And you work on that salt thing. No poisoning. <laughs> Do you just order Spock not to poison the scientists? I guess if you don't tell Spock not to poison someone, they're just... Yeah. Well, at last, the famous Omer has met Mr. Spock. Our two, uh, our two top build characters are together. Yeah. And of course, he immediately takes the piss out of the ears. Uh oh, here comes the nerve pinch. That was quite the scream. <laughs> the security guys in two different colors. Oh, hey! The women have pistols too. We hardly ever saw that in the original series. I'm guessing that's supposed to be. Well, I'm guessing that, is that a horror in the middle? Oh, Lord. Yeah, it's a horror in Rand and a generic mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Apparently they brought him to the bridge instead of the brig. And now he's going to just... Be foolish at these women. Like, I would have shot him a long time ago. So, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, they're not doing a great job of guarding the bridge. They're just like wandering. Okay, the Adam Driver android is called Hercules. That's at least that's at least original. Uh, the music sounds like it's trying to be like that funky music they used sometimes on the old show, but they're not actually using the track. Yeah. I thought he was going to kiss Spock for a moment. That's very progressive for the early 70s. Yabancı bir Vücudunu incelemeliyim. Ben de beynini. Başka bir galetten gelmiş olmalı. Tepkileri uh oh. Eyebrow. Evil Life Monster is your father? Is that an I did your mom joke? This is this is quite something. <laughs> just keeps throwing eyebrows at the audience. The audience isn't pissing you off, Mr. Spock. <laughs> yeah, don't blame us. <laughs> we don't want to be here either. I'm well, just showing off that they found a guy who could do that. I still yeah. can't do that. 
Kadar koltuğunu atır kaptan. Adeta beynim dolu. <gülüyor> Sende beyin yok ki kulağım. Orders beam into space. Four cups of tea. Earl Grey, hot. Imagine if they actually said that, though, and it turned out that TNG had stolen that. Oh, man. The way TNG started to pay royalty. See, I feel like that's the kind of thing that would happen today because everyone, fans run everything and they're super meta and ironic. Yeah. Yeah, apparently, uh, he's turned oh, off the inertial dampers. Honestly, that sounded like an RTD2 sound effect. Huh. Too, too early, but. Well, yeah, true. I'm not sure about maybe your mother's from another planet and your father's from the planet of goats. <laughs> don't have the mental capability to keep track of what happened in the scene before and then the, what the subtitles are saying now. So I mean, yeah, we're just kind of along for the ride. My birth certificate is not with me, but my name is Omer, Omer the Tourist. Okay. Is it, does it say Omer the Tourist on his birth certificate? <laughs> I guess. First name Omer, middle name the. Naturally. Basically, they think Omer is the salt vampire. Yeah. Now they're like cutting back to the planet, I guess, so they can have the ironic ending where she eats her husband and then we can just be done with it and cut back to the ship. I maybe guess. I'm maybe I'm being too logical and applying too much of a story structure. <laughs> so we are only like a third of the way through this somehow. Yeah, no, she turned into a security guard and is trying to get beamed up. And out of this is the first time we've seen it shapeshift. I'd be really confused if I hadn't pegged this as the man trap. Yeah. Like, imagine just coming into this cold. Well, that's it. Like, they're, they're, they're banging on people not having seen Star Trek enough to sort of call them out on it. But it yeah, doesn't I make mean, any sense. Hopefully, it, hopefully in Turkish, someone mentioned the shapeshifting. Quite possibly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that it was ever super clear in the episode itself, because somehow it appears different ways to different people, but also physically shapeshifts. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Uh, Captain's logbook, stardate 2520.2. We could uh, place this in the timeline. That's... Earlier than any of the original series, isn't it? No, no, the pilots uh, were like. Sampa was like 13, 12 or something. Oh, yeah. If you ask me how I know that, I will have to kill you. Oh, I'll take that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just because the only VHS tape I had of the original series as a kid was the pilot, so. Apparently it was the first full color copy of the cage anywhere, like they had just dug it out of the archive. 
Oh, wow, fair enough. There, there had been a previous release where the footage from the menagerie was spliced with black and white footage to recreate it. Right. Because that didn't... The cage, well, the cage in any form didn't release until after TNG started, did it? Uh, aside from the form of the menagerie itself, yeah. yeah. I only know that because I've got a, a website saved on my phone that lists all the episodes in release order and it's got the cage like half of TNG. I mean, keep in mind, uh, you know, this would have been at the end of TNG. TNG started the year I was born, so you right, tell, yeah. oh, tell how old I was in each season by what the number of the season is. Anyway, we're digressing, but that's because this movie took a right turn into boring. Like, we're yeah, not getting any subtitles for this scene. It's, yeah. Um, it's just, for people who are listening along and not watching, it's just been like five minutes of them sat in no bed and fuck all. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's clearly supposed to be like a cringe comedy kind of scene, but none of it lands for us. Yeah. Yeah. They, one thing that is funny, actually, I'll give him that. They have medical devices hooked up to his hat, among <laughs> other areas of his face. Yeah. Okay, that is funny. You talk like a jungle super. That's coming. That's actually quite funny. <laughs> Maybe I'm just going to find something to enjoy. If I don't talk, I die, Doc. Right, girls? Yeah, he's um, now flanked by, like, different mini-skirted crew members. Those are very mini as well. Are they, are they much shorter than the originals? They may have been uh, more faithfully reproduced than the men's outfits. Fair. I think they're a bit shorter. You wouldn't want to run in those, I should put it that way. Well, depends who you're with. Well, if I lie, may God make me paralyzed. Right. Apparently you're just letting him wander around the ship now. <laughs> you ready for the intelligence test? I don't imagine he's going to pass that. What? Okay. okay. I, yeah. The right, torna sees with the torny mechanism crosses from back or so. What are you talking about, dude? I don't know. What are you talking about, dude? <laughs> yeah. Just keep saying what happens from backside. I don't think it's PG to answer that. But we, we got a whole special note about the contextual significance of Lon and Ulan, and they just had that. <laughs> yep. What is this? This is. Oh, it can't be a monster this primitive. This feels like something you'd find like in like 2005 on some like shitty SNL mashup that they're trying to pretend is an old Turkish film. I mean, oh, yeah, yes. just make this 20 minutes ago. This is, this is definitely from. I mean, there's, there's production value here. Like, this is. We've had multiple sets. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> I don't think we've had many good ones. Well, no, and we're not going to, but <laughs> that's just the name of the game. Well, like, you can say the same about half of the original series, to be fair. 
Well, yeah, but the you know that has that has production value too, corresponding to its time, etc. You know, what this does, what this did make me think of as soon as I heard the premise is like a reverse galaxy quest. Yeah, I see. Also, it's kind of a, a isekai in one sense. I'm not familiar with that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, my! Uh, it's it's a a genre, and it it picked up that name in the Japanese anime because that's a whole like subspecies. But you can argue that other things are too. It's basically a form where you have a character from the real world uh, who is taken into a fantasy world and is successful or not there. Please don't fly over 30 kilometers an hour. (laughs) The speeding penalty. (laughs) There aren't that much kilometers on the Earth. We're not on the Earth. We're in space. Oh, man. We're seeing way too much of this guy's chest hair. Oh, yeah. You know, I gotta say about this Turkish Kirk, he rocks the mullet. He, he does. Unless a man wouldn't be able to pull it off. <laughs> I'm not convinced he can either. But. <laughs> See, if I was a real fan, I would be ranting right now about how unrealistic it is to have Spock shake hands with a human. I, I think Spock repeatedly turning to camera and raising his eyebrow is probably the more unrealistic <laughs> Honestly, as far as uh, pastiche goes, just like sticking him into an episode is a reasonably successful approach. Yeah, like I feel not, like uh, I feel like nowadays Star Trek references are almost a little too self-aware. And it went to the point where you know Star Trek 2009 is kind of almost written into a pretzel in order to have Kirk be the rebellious Kirk that we thought we remembered from the original series. Yeah. Oh God! Stop touching your face and licking yourself. What? Why are you just standing there, woman? I think. Well, I think is she, is she the salt vampire, or is that just a? No, he's woman? the salt vampire. Oh, he's the salt. Vampire. Oh, okay. Yeah, and okay. So leave it to them to add another layer of grossness because I don't think there were any uh, female victims of the salt vampire in the original episode. Not that I remember now. I will say, like, most of the characters look fucking ridiculous. The, the actress that they got to play Janet Rand actually looks a decent amount like her. You're just appreciating the miniskirt. Uh, no. <laughs> what do you take me for? <laughs> what, what, is, what is he doing? It's a flashlight. I mean, but that's that's pretty fair because the original series used a straight up microphone as a prop. Fair. Oh, and now he's attached it to a string and it's dangling from the ceiling, but I think it's supposed to be anti gravity because the tourist is going like, whoa. 
I don't. But, but even at this resolution, you can see the string. It's not even a white string. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, I'm I'm losing the will at this point. This is this is quite something. Okay, it's a black string. He's picking it off the hook. Okay, I may have been uh, over-interpreting. I was say maybe, maybe it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing with it? I mean, like, I'm assuming the era that they pulled this bloke from is well, was contemporary to when the film came out, which means he should know what a flashlight is. Right. This seems very. I mean, confusing. I don't think it's supposed to be a flashlight. Possibly. One thing that I always thought was kind of a nice touch in the Savage Curtain is uh, Abraham Lincoln is just as uh, weirded out by recorded music as he is by, you know, the spaceship. Yeah, that's that's a nice sort of touch. And now we're at Red Alert for some reason. Oh, was that one? Okay. Why is this guy not in the grave? He's just causing trouble. Well, I mean, they can't actually throw him in the brig because then it's. Well, yeah, it'd, be, it'd be like if, if Frankenstein ate Abbott and Costello, you know? <laughs> right. Okay, I think I follow. I mean, and to be fair, there have been actual Star Trek episodes about this dumb to accommodate some guest star. Yeah. Oh, with that, that I've alert again. Okay. Sound reflector is on maintenance. Okay, maybe that's what the thing was supposed to be. Again, just to to um, if you're not following along the uh, with the ke- the the subtitles uh, from the previous scene catch up to us about when we're watching the subsequent scene. Oh God, he's still got the woman. Right. This is yeah. Uncomfortable. Yes. Oh, just cut one. Yeah, okay. Fancy goblet. You know, I'm guessing we're happier not hearing what he's saying to all the female yeoman or officers or whatever. Yeah, I'm not sure I want to know. There's the red, the red alert is just caught up on the subtitles. They keep like, where do Kirk and Spock keep going? Because they keep returning to the bridge, but from where? I mean, we could come up with all sorts of theories about where Kirk and Spock are. I'm not even even sure that would rate a no prize. (laughs) What's a Turkish knockoff of a no prize? Uh, I don't know know enough Turkish to come up with a joke there. Or any Turkish for that matter. Indeed. Head of emergency situation. Everyone back on work. What was the emergency situation, though? He was 
playing with the sound manipulating flashlight? I guess. It's actually a decent gag, assuming it's a gag, because the sound manipulating device in Court Martial was just a microphone. Yeah. (laughs) An illogical sound comes out of his stomach. Mr. Tourist is right. He's hungry. Jesus Christ. I'm sure a lot of the like awkwardness in the dialogue is down to the translation, but oh, yeah. I mean, I, I have major respect for any fan sub. I mean, I only I only speak English, and over there in the UK, you would probably say I don't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that. I haven't got enough use. Right, I'm not. <laughs> I'm choosing to that because we're going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's an interesting diminutive. Yeah. Hey, look, why are your ears so sharp? Did your father pull them a lot when you were a kid? In Vulcan, everybody has this kind of long ears, Mr. Tourist. So the human in your country has so long ears, then how long are the ears of the donkeys there? We don't have donkeys. Really? We have too many donkeys. Like sand, you can't believe it, I swear. Our blood is green. Another, like, genuine detail. Yeah, that, yeah. Never drink milk, then. If you drink milk, you'll be green and white like the jersey of FC Vepa. <laughs> Oh, I just struggle not to relegate that. I'm guessing that was really funny. As a soccer joke, yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely no sense today. But... Hey, Brand's been promoted to lieutenant. There you go. Still shit job. Also, also, this looks just like the the botany lab. Does, and and yeah. they, they're doing the salt shakers. Like someone did research. Yeah. There's, there's I can only imagine like the 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 most dedicated Star Trek fan in Turkey getting brought onto this as a consultant and like possibly hating themselves after. <laughs> Quite possibly. If they've got the little hand puppet plant. <laughs> they mentioned Sulu a couple times in the subtitles, but I'm not sure they've uh, actually showed him. I can't tell whether whether they didn't show him or whether he just looks nothing like Sulu. I mean, either or, but like this was his scene in the in the original episode. That's why I mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, the, I don't... The Zelt Vampire thing was supposed to be like somewhat intelligent enough to probably know that looking at people's hands is a bad way of blending in. I mean, to be honest, it, it is kind of funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't seem to be trying to find the monster, even though they've concluded that the tourist is not the monster. Yeah. 
ben burasını sevmedim ben gidiyorum tımarhane gibi kayfa girer sen çıkarsın çiçek açılır. Uh, that's healthy. Uh, Rand's plants are her children. God bless you. It must have been difficult to give birth to the prickly ones. Who's the Who's the father of them, Mr. Spock? What a Spock he is. There's something between you and him, right? Oh, okay, so it's it. Rand has been combined with Chapel. Yeah. Oh, he just shapeshifted and genuinely looks a lot like the Swahili guy who yeah. <laughs> he shapeshifted into in the man trap. So he didn't okay, just not, do that directly in front not of the that top. much, but enough so that it's a pretty clear reference. Yeah. She's like grabbing people's faces in front of the yeah, tourist. He's, he's run away at this point, surely. I mean, we have to assume that he has some kind of, like, freezing power. And he's just, like, stacking these dead ladies up in a closet somewhere. Christ. <laughs> right? She just died from that. Yeah, she has a little marks on her. Stroked her face like three times. And that was enough to get work. That's, that's her in the background. Oh my god, that's a space mutiny level mistake. I didn't think that would happen twice in my life. That- <laughs> If, if, if no one here has seen a space mutiny, which was done on a mystery science theater, uh, infamously, there's a plot relevant scene where a specific named character is murdered, and then they cut to the bridge to a shot that's basically a close up of her. Right. Okay. <laughs> Well, there is sort of it's kind of a similar thing in the original series, though, because I can't remember the character's name. But there's the guy who played two different lieutenants. Well, at least that's in separate episodes, not <laughs> scenes yeah. in the same movie. True, but his character was killed off. He played a new character for a season, and then his old character came back. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is happening now? I don't know. He's just staring at him. Oh, a change into McCoy. Of course, it, you, because it happened in the original episode. Even though sure. the last person you would turn into to attack McCoy is McCoy. Because he's going to call him something wrong. Yeah, I don't want to give him too much credit, though. The way this has been playing out. I do. And these security guards are just like, get, get me off this picture. <laughs> he was white, then came, then turned out to be dark, and the girl. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> just like I'm not listening to what you're saying. Now they've brought him back down to the planet. I'm sure, I'm sure. 
Fake McCoy is just gnawing on his hand, like as you do. <laughs> so is is actual McCoy just dead in this? No, they, they just they showed the creature make eye contact with him and then shift into him, and then the creature walked into the next scene and McCoy didn't. So presumably he's just like still musing up against that bulkhead. <laughs> Oh, is Spock going to do a super strength thing? Oh, yeah, he is. See, they set all that up with uh, with dialogue in a deliberate instance of planting and payoff. I say desperate to find some level of craft in this motion picture. <laughs> what is that outfit? Oh, my God. Well, that okay, so the salt vampire has exposed itself to Kirk on the surface of the planet. Right, so things are playing out a little differently. Ooh, maybe now they're going to riff the arena. Oh, goodness. Yeah, because oh, now he's running against this rocky background. Pick up a rock and throw it at him. Oh, man, that costume is rough. I'm sorry. Or are they going to do... Not, wait, no, but they freeze fire! Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? What are we supposed to do with this? I don't know. I'm so confused. <laughs> There's still 20 minutes of fish left. <laughs> He's throwing the rock! Yes. Okay, so if it's a salt vampire with fire magic, does that make it a Tremere? Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, Vampire the Masquerade. I'm sure someone will get it. Oh, uh, I still need to play that. You, no, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. Also, I called the arena reference in advance with the, <laughs> the little rock and big rock. Well, park here, sit like a flower pot, and wait for you. I think that was the tourist in the previous scene. I guess so. Jim! Hello, Mr. Spock. Did he just call him Jim? Wait, now there's two monsters because McCoy is still around. I'm so confused. Maybe that's just an unrelated monster. Even though it did look like a very, very... Cheap attempt at the salt vampire costume. So it was definitely supposed to be a salt vampire. Maybe that's the twist. There's two vampires and one of them breathes fire. As, as, as you do. Man. Like I, if you are just listening to this commentary track orphan without seeing it. God bless you. You must be even more confused than us. I, I, don't, know, I don't know if they will be. I don't think what we're watching has given us any context as to what's going on. Well, yeah, but at least we can sort of spot the visual references. Okay. The tourist has just disappeared from the story for a good clip. Did Kirk fight the monster and now they're having some kind of Talk with the fake McCoy. Uh, I just heard that. The fake McCoy as opposed to the real McCoy. Sorry, oh. <laughs> <sighs> I was I was I was gonna make a joke at the end of this about how this was so bad that we're gonna fire Dave, but I think we'll just fire you instead. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really mind at this point. Wait. 
Uh-oh, oh. it discovered uh, Omer's weakness. Oh, no. I mean, is it really that sad? Thank you. Well, this whole thing is sad. <laughs> the fact that we're putting ourselves to do this is sad. Merry fucking Christmas. This is going up on Christmas Day, by the way. Okay, they figured out that the monster's a shapeshifter, at least. That's because the, the script told them to. What is that Omer told them, like, ten minutes ago? <laughs> yeah, but he's Omer. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow, they gave him a communicator. And he threw it away. He'd rather get all his salt sucked out if he can uh, touch this lady. She's definitely touched him more than... Yeah, like, he should be dead. Maybe he's just really full of 20th century salt. What? Oh, naturally. I want Spock more because Spock is, has a pulse of 1430 and can survive pressures that would uh, destroy us. Definitely. Presumably he has more salt than anybody as well, though. Wasn't he, uh, wasn't he immune to the monster in the original episode, or did we not find out? Remember, to be honest with you. The memory of what's happening in this is taking up valuable brain cells. I don't have any of that. <laughs> well, he's got, you know, copper compounds in his blood, but that might not matter. I mean, uh, Vulcans are, are kind of like horseshoe crabs. <laughs> sure. That's... That's going to be the, the, the tagline for this episode. Is just you saying Vulcans are like horseshoe crabs. That makes perfect sense in context. I'm sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going to look stupid when I put it on the app. <laughs> yeah, so, so Mr. Spock, who only has logical thoughts, believes that there's an actual Vulcan babe on this planet trying to score with him. Yep. I do know because the oh, Jesus, he just, he just slapped Omer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, now he's fighting Kirk because that also happened in episode. Yes. You'll, you'll notice that I've, I've name dropped a few episodes in, um, in this and not name dropped others. And it's again because I have an awful memory and can't remember what that episode was called. No, that makes you a normal person, as opposed to someone who is obsessed over a television show for most of their life. But to be fair, I have lots of obsessions. Have you have you seen like this whole project? Wait, what? What is, what is this? Is not an, an obsession. <laughs> oh my God, the- Lurpus! There's just a pile of Lurpus there, so they can do a mock time. <laughs> 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 oh, you ate from head enough. Okay, that's. Licking <laughs> each other. <laughs> I know it's subtitles from the previous scene, but I appreciate it that it's over the image of Kirk and Spock. Yeah. <laughs> I came beyond the stars for you. Oh, dear. 
Stars get consent. See, and this is funny because I was just watching Lower Decks where they had a Lerpa gag. Oh, right. Oh. Oh, now it's McCoy. The spell is broken. I was dead for others. I always live for you. Okay. She was someone else a minute ago, then she became long-eared. Wow. off, shoot the girl. Jesus, okay. Yep, here comes uh, Hercules, aka Ruck. Okay, that subtitle doesn't need to be. What? Tell me that guy's all animated. The box has gone off his back, though. Oh, hey. <laughs> nice observation. Probably he couldn't do acrobatics with it. Probably. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah! Oh, there's a of, of course, them. they're mass-produced. <laughs> Obviously, they saw um, data and lore coming. Yeah, really. Uh, no, I can tell they're different people because they have different amounts of chest hair. Well, I'm wondering if this is supposed to be... Um, yeah! One what is Spock remember. doing? Is that, was that, was that the episode? I can't remember if I've got the right episode name, but the one with the guy who makes all the android women. Uh, uh, iMud? No, I think you No, well, there is. Well, Mud Women is one, but I was. Uh, is it What a Little Girl's Made of? Is that the right one? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one. I, I, I think, think it's a. One, that's the one with the, the big android that I was referencing with Ruck. Yeah. But I think that might be what they're trying to pastiche. Yep, for sure. Take care, take I have seen less convincing fights, but only on the playground. <laughs> I was just gonna say this is this is pathetic. <laughs> you really shouldn't have put away the Lerpas. No, they would have been useful. <laughs> yeah, never to speak of the phasers or the tricorders or the communicators. Or the starship. Yeah. What is he doing? I don't know. Maybe he's going native. He's making them fight each other. Oh, right. <laughs> it's going to be like that one uh, animated series episode where he kills and replaces Dr. McCoy, but then he's kind of now their Dr. McCoy, and they're just going to be like, oh, well. <laughs> I'm so, I'm rapidly losing all sense of sanity. <laughs> what? Wow, they even gave him a different looking laser prop because he used the pilot's laser prop in the actual episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just don't use the guy at all. 
I just really don't know what they're trying to accomplish here. He bit a guy. I really hope he didn't actually bite that extra because, like, he probably got an infection and lost the arm. Gymnasts with tuberculosis arrived. <laughs> apparently, that was apparently that was uh, Omer's description of the androids. I don't. I, I have no words at this point. I just I'm broken. <laughs> We've got to record another podcast after this. You know, you you came in here all expecting this to break me, and I'm like, oh no, I knew it would break me too. <laughs> Yeah, at least we have a third season of TNG after this to remind us yeah. that there is a god. You might have to take the lead on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, so Kirk had the communicator the whole time? Oh. Naturally. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there is a McCoy on the ship. He's not dead. I don't know why we care, but... <laughs> You saw the creature copy and was just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> also, like, generic green shirt guy is commanding the ship. Like, is that supposed to be? I saw Scotty in the credits and they've mentioned Sulu. He I don't know. Doesn't resemble either one of them. No. But then the McCoy looks more like Chekhov, so. Yeah, but at least he's in the right color shirt. Well, yeah, but that's, that's rare. I mean, it seems like sometimes they're working off some really specific reference, and then other times they're just not. Oh, will you shoot me? Yes. Yeah, like, like if they'd invented the nerve pinch by the time they filmed the man trap, that probably would have been how Spock took uh, the, the professor down. Yeah. Why would you beam McCoy down when you know that the creature's copying him? Because then you don't know which one's which. Oh, maybe they're going to rip off the end of that, of uh, the Asylum episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Letting yourself get hit on the head was not a solution Solomon would have approved, Spock. <laughs> which I believe was dialogue inserted by William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy about how they thought the writer was an idiot and that never would have happened. Of course. <laughs> I'll blast you with this radio television something machine. So that was clearly what Omer was doing in the previous... I'm so confused. I mean, uh, you know, the guy uh, the guy they got for Kirk doesn't not look like a weird Chris Pine William Shatner hybrid. That yeah, that's fair. Well I sure I, I meant to tweet this earlier and completely forgot. I saw a picture of Chris Pine earlier where he looked weirdly like Jonathan Price. Huh. I'll, I'll tweet about it later and see if it now. Maybe I'm wrong. Interesting. That's not relevant to this in the slightest. <laughs> well, he's not as he's not as large. <laughs> well, 
Oh, now he's the ex-fiance again. Well, I guess they haven't figured out that she's a monster because she disappeared. It's nice of her to wear a completely different style of outfit that's exactly the same length as the crew miniskirts. Convenient, that. Oh, so McCoy's come down and they think it's the fight. Right, okay. Right, that actually makes sense, which is surprising. (laughs) Oh, that's smart. I I think that's what they did in the episode, but still. Yeah. Bootstrapped smart. Uh, okay, they actually change it to one of the last members of an extinct species because they had the other one fight Kirk. Yeah. Well, to be fair, you do see it all in the original series, though, don't you? And, um, um, I can't remember the episode. The one with Slain. Oh, they reused the costume. Yeah, he's got one as like an exhibit in his mantra. Right, right. Oh, yeah, now we have the... This sound effect. It's something, isn't it? Yeah. Is it it sound effect? Is it music? I don't know. It sounds like a scream. Why why are they just letting her do this to Kirk? Because McCoy sucks on this version? (laughs) Apparently so. Oh, they're doing the. I I swear this is from another episode. They're slugging someone and it doesn't do anything. It is. Particular uh, okay, the it's Major Scotty is the one in the green outfit. Right, okay. McCoy is just doing much more of a Renfield thing. Oh, there we oh, go. Okay. That's not what that's supposed to look Spock like. Spock is this horrified expression. <laughs> That's not what the other one looked like either, though. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just got like a vaguely similar head. <laughs> okay, this is actually dragged out a little more. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> The, the phaser effect is quite something. <laughs> I mean, for... I'll, I'll, I'll forgive that for 1973 and uh, essentially a fan production. Yeah, I'm, well, yeah. I mean, no insult to the Turkish film industry, but it's... It's an unauthorized pastiche of Star Trek. So, from that perspective, it's a fan film. Yeah, I guess. Also, it's really striking how, theoretically, Omer the Tourist is the main character of this movie, but he's not involved in the climax because the climax is just lifted from the episode. He's not been involved in half films. Yeah, because they just are restaging Star Trek bits. 
What was that? Here yeah, they say they're beaming him back to his own time, but they're really just going to beam him into space. Yeah, that's that's my fan, in and I'm sticking to it. This, yeah, it it'll turn out this was the last. Um, sort of thing. <laughs> Yeah, I think I only just really internalized that the word tourist is in English. So I guess that's just a direct loan word or just part of his title. Um, possibly. I don't know. I feel like there, there's something in the depths of my brain that's telling me that English took the word tourist from purpose, but I might be making that up. Well, as the real Spock would say, fascinating. Yes. <laughs> Man, Spock got mad at Kirk for no reason than he's getting to Omer now for, like, fondling him. He yeah. just did like the the shake my hand. Oh no, too slow thing. <laughs> when we get to the point in society where, like, I mean, a, a sort of moral issues aside, where we can make films with actors who are long dead and just sort of CG them in, I want a version of this, but with the actual cast of the original series. Oh lord. Uh oh. He didn't want to be back there. <laughs> oh, now his ears are pointed for what? some reason. What? Why? Why? I don't know. Oh, now he can nerf pitch them. Uh, sure. Why do they keep saying months? The subtitles keep saying months. I assume that's some kind of relevant idiom. Possibly. They're just like smiling at the camera, which I can't even dock them for considering the number of original series episodes that ended with them laughing at the camera. Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, Is that the end? It just spliced in footage from the Apollo mission. <laughs> I didn't recognize it as that, but it was cool. And then just the, the is that thing. a knockoff Sony logo with just S O N? It's just the Sony logo, but they cut the oh, and it just cuts. Okay, <laughs> so we'll that, never find out what the subtitles are in that last scene where he's a Vulcan, and somehow I will live with that. Yeah, I think I'm okay with it. I'm gonna be honest. Um. That was, yeah, that was Irma the Tourist in Star Trek, I think it was called. I'm gonna be honest, I feel like I have less brain cells after watching that than I did at the beginning. Yeah. But, um, I don't even know how to end this. Patrick, help me out. You, you were like, you blindsided me with this. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, but you're uh, the actual host of this. 
Wow. Nope, I uh, cannot say I recommend this to the discerning or casual viewer. Oh, I do, just for the experience. Well, absolutely watch this. You'll hate yourself afterwards, but... <laughs> okay, so people ha- people losing brain cells and still having fun, I guess this explains uh, alcoholism. Yeah, but the, the, there but you go. This, this is alcohol in film form. That's what we've decided. Um, before we wrap up, this episode is going out on Christmas Day for Patreons and Boxing Day for everyone else, which means it will be, two, depending on which of those you are, either two or three days until the charity live stream that I'm doing. So I'm going to plug that quickly. Um, on the 28th of December, I'm having to remember this off the top of my head because I haven't got my phone in my hands. I believe it's the 28th of December from midday until midnight. I'm going to be streaming... Uh, Star Trek Online. I've played like an hour of it before, and I don't remember any of it, so we're going to start from scratch. People in the chat are going to pick my race and everything for me, so that's going to be interesting. And it's in aid of raising money for uh, Diabetes UK. Obviously, people who've been following the podcast for a while know that I was diagnosed with diabetes a couple of months ago, so it's sort of quite personal to me. Um, My original target for donations was £100. We've already hit that, and the stream isn't for another two weeks, so... That's quite something. I've raised it to 250. If we hit that, then wow. But whatever we raise, I'm I'm already happy. So like the 28th of December, midday, that's UK time. So GMT until midnight. Hopefully can have some fun. There might be some, we're still working it out, but there might be some giveaways and prizes during it as well for people who come along and watch. But until the next episode and until that stream, I've been Sam. I've been Patrick, and may God have mercy on our souls. I've Never Seen is brought to you by our followers over on Patreon, including Rob Birch, Joshua DeVries, Matthew Wolf Simon, Andrew McGray, and Jane Kay.